0: We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some Arizona football. We're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to today. We are going to talk some Arizona football. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball as well. We've got a lot to get to. But first, let's talk about the remaining players that we didn't really get to during uh, the Arizona Red-Blue game. Now, first and foremost, uh, you got a guy in uh, Kylan Boswell who is not playing, obviously. Um. Yet, still dealing with foot injury. Uh, here's the thing with Kylan is Kylan Boswell is a uh, five star. Or Kylan Boswell is a five star point guard. We all know that he graduated a year early. Um, big. Uh, that's obviously. Uh, that's obviously a nice little thing right there. Um, on top of that, he is uh, basically a perfect fit for what Arizona wants to do. Uh, I don't think that Tommy Lloyd necessarily needs the dynamic point guard per se. Again, I don't think that Tommy Lloyd's ever going to uh, sit there and say that, uh, you know, that he would prefer to not have a dynamic point guard, but I do think that, um, uh, that uh, Arizona is basically in the situation where um, you can get through with it this year because of Kirk Creasa. He's right there. And um, I think after that, you started looking at it and you're like, this is going to be Kylan Boswell's team at some point. And Kylan Boswell is again, I think the perfect guy for Tommy Lloyd's uh, team. What's also intriguing to me about Boswell is while He's very, very good. He's not necessarily a home run NBA player. Now to be fair. And again, I don't want to minimize what he can do. He definitely has the capability to be able to play in the, or uh, to play in the NBA. Um, that's uh That's kind of where we're at, but he's not really the, the no brainer type. He's not the Mike baby where it's like, okay, he's going to be here a year and then he's going to be out or, you know, or anything like that. Um, he's probably a two or three year guy, very much in that Gonzaga mold. Um, I don't know what exactly his, uh, fans expectations for him should be this year because again, you're coming off a foot injury. You're also an 18, you're also an 18 year old. Um, now, Why, uh, um, when I watch Arizona, though, um, another guy that I'm also intrigued by is Dylan Anderson. Um, Dylan Anderson, a lot of people kind of jumped off the Dylan Anderson bandwagon because I think they thought that he was, uh, you know, um, he was playing on the perimeter. He wasn't exactly what people wanted, um, you know, what people wanted to see out of him. But I never really worried too much about that because I always felt that if he got to Arizona – that Tommy Lloyd would be able to get him in a spot, be able to get him in a position to where he is going to excel, to where he can be that player. Um, And because, again, in high school, the really good players can essentially do what they want. Um, But it becomes a little bit different when you get to the college game because, again, you're playing for a coach. You're you're under a scholarship uh, provision right there, and it becomes a little bit different. Now, one thing – one thing that I will uh, say is that I do watch Arizona and I wonder, yes, they're going to be deep, but I do wonder about that high upside potential of some of their players. One other guy, though, to keep an eye on, obviously, is Philip Um We talked about him a little bit the other day. Boravichinen is um, a guy, again, with a ton of potential. You look at him, he's an angular six foot eight. And he's really, really well put together. I did not. It. I did not expect. I did not expect him to look like that. Quite frankly, I thought that he would look a little more. Um, I thought he would look a little more, uh, you know, uh, young. I guess. But he looks physically like he's going to be able to step in and play right there. Um, to what level? I don't know. The main reason, though, that I don't know is because Arizona's all, already got a bunch of players in that position as well, where you know you've already got. Um, you've already got that uh um with uh when it comes to Arizona, you've already got Pelle Larson, you've already got Cedric Henderson, you've already got Courtney Ramey. Um these are guys that are gonna play and they should play because quite frankly, you play because you have, you know, because you talent, experience, but Borovichin's gonna get there. When he gets there, he's gonna be a problem. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with the Arizona men's basketball. Also wanted to talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball as well. Um, media day was on Friday and while I don't know that this is going to be Adia Barnes best team, I do believe that this is going to be, um, I do believe that this is going to be her deepest team and maybe her most talented because, You know, you look at it across the board, he checks off a lot of boxes there. You've already got offensively, you've already got um, a bunch of different players you brought in. And last year, obviously, it was a struggle to score the ball. But you got it. I almost said Aaron McDonald. You've got Jay LaVille. Coming in, you've got Lauren Fields, you've got Esmerie Martinez. These are players that were at high-powered Division One programs that all averaged, you know, between twelve and seventeen points per game. Now, you know, they're not all equal necessarily. I think Jade Laville, you would hope, is going to be Arizona's top uh, um, offensive uh, offensive threat. I think that there's the capability of doing that for sure. Because you know anybody that watches Arizona women's basketball knows that watching uh, that watching her last year against Arizona, you, you could see what she could do. And that was against a pretty good defense as well. So those three players right there, I'm very excited to see. Then you're obviously you look at the newcomers as well. You've got Najee, who is the highest rated player to ever sign with Arizona, top ten player, six foot four, just a big big strong and just powerful out there a very talented player right now um you know I would imagine she starts from day one if she doesn't start then that's a good thing because that means that Lauren Ware who we're going to get to in just a second is probably playing really good ball but one thing that I do think is Arizona is going to uh Arizona is going to have a lot of depth and it's going to be talented depth. It's going to be good depth. It's not going to be the depth where there's a bunch of roster filler in there. That's not really the case. Um, so then you look at the guards because last year, again, you know, Shane and Pellington, very good, but you also, there was a little bit of a lack of a dynamic factor right there. I, um, you know, I think bringing in Paris Clark, I think bringing in Kalen Gilbert, those are two players that Arizona obviously physically and impact-wise impact, uh, impact wise didn't have on their roster last year. Um, both of them are cat quick. Both of them can score. I'm curious to see how they're both utilized because they're both very good. And don't let the McDonald's All-American stuff fool you per se because Kalen Gilbert is – a top twenty player in the nation. Sure, she didn't play on the, uh, get selected for the McDonald's game, but guess what? She was also on Team USA. So, you know, take that one, take that one right there with a grain of salt. Um, Lamaya Hilton, very intrigued to see her. It's harder to really judge some of the Canadian prospects, but Adia Barnes obviously has a really good uh, eye for talent. So, something obviously there to keep in mind as well. Um, then you look at the returning players. Kate Reese seems to be healthy. She's got a gnarly little scar down her shoulder right there. That um, you know, certainly, uh, you'll know, it'll be interesting to see how she looks. But so far, so far, so good. It looks like uh, she's the looks like she's ready to go. Um, she seemed uh, healthy. She seemed confident in where she's at. So uh, Kate Reese, right there, looking for a big year out of her. Uh, Lauren Ware um, just looks physically looks very good right now i'm i'm curious to see where she's able to if she's able to continue to sustain it but right now physically looks the part looks like she can um looks like she's going to be able to play a lot of minutes and our good friend pj brown said a lot of people are sleeping on her and they shouldn't be sleeping on her because she's talented she's in her junior year in the program she's healthy and so I'm excited to see that. Then you've obviously got Shayna Pellington as well. Shayna was the uh, kind of the player that made plays for Arizona last year when the game came down to the wire, and I would imagine that it's going to be much of the same. Uh, it's going to be much of the same way going forward. Um, then you see, um, you see someone like, uh, um, you know, uh, Helena Poyo who is kind of the, you know, kind of a jack of all trades, can do a little bit of everything, uh, talented, you know, that, uh, uh, Adia Barnes is a fan of hers. So she's going to get minutes for sure. And then Maddie Connor, really good shooter, uh, needs to continue to work on her defense. But again, another really hard worker out there and somebody that I think, uh, um, is going to have a nice little impact for Arizona. All right. Now, Let's take a quick break and then come back. We're going to get to a segment brought to you by Bet Online where we're going to talk about some bet online. All right, now thanks for keeping it locked on. Wildcats. I am your host Mike Luke. All right. now bet Online. Uh, bet Online Sportsbook is obviously where it's at. This is where you want to get all of your stuff. It's easy to navigate. And the best thing about it too is that when you get on there, um, you can get, go bet futures, you can bet in games, you can bet props, you can bet all kinds of stuff. There's a reason it's been around so long. And the reason that it's been around so long is because it works. Um, it's easy and it's fun. Football's here, basketball's here. Bet Online Sportsbook is the place to be. All right, now I like uh, um, Arizona before the year. One of my big walks was I love the over three wins. I thought that Arizona was absolutely going to get over three wins this year, and um, I think we're also uh, I think we're also making to the point where Arizona also has the uh, the ability to be able to um, Arizona's got the ability to get in that five win realm, and I think they are going to be able to get into that five win realm. Um, I think with uh, when it comes to this Arizona football squad. There's a couple things that you certainly need to keep in mind. Um, first, you know, Arizona's better, I think, than Vegas thought before the season. And a big reason that Arizona is better is because Jaden DeLora is the quarterback. Again, not making it out like, uh, well, I am because the difference in quarterback is probably about as uh, uh, remarkable as there is in college football. Because last year, Arizona, it was impossible to have a worse passing attack than Arizona. It just, it just couldn't happen and Arizona it kind of you know that ended up showing through <laughs> that ended up showing throughout the year now when it comes to this squad though um they can score points now the defense has definitely struggled there's no way around that the defense has uh, has not been good but this team is going to be able to stay in games because of the offensive side of the ball and obviously a ma- major reason for that is Jaden DeLora and he again, he's been a really, really good player for the University of Arizona. Um, and then the and the passing game, barring injury, isn't going to slow down because you've got other receivers. You've got a Jacob Cowling. You've got a, a T Mac. You've got a um, excuse me. You've got a Dorian Singer. You've got you've got a Tanner McLaughlin, who, as we've talked about, is absolutely great to talk about. And this is going to be a squad, though, that is, uh, I think. I think they're uh, they're going to end up with about 4 or 5 wins and they're going to beat that Vegas odd and you know what if you were going to bet on this you should have bet on it at the Bet Online Sportsbook all right now we will be right back with you we're going to talk about kind of the rest of the season where Arizona football goes from here and kind of get you ready for the next couple weeks Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. This segment is brought to you by LinkedIn. Now, remember, with LinkedIn, the best thing about LinkedIn is that, first of all, everybody's gotten a job from LinkedIn or everybody knows somebody that's got a job from LinkedIn. You can post your job for free, linkedin.com backslash locked on college and everything will be. it will work out for you. Get the applicants you need for free, sponsored by LinkedIn. I know I've gotten jobs through LinkedIn. You know people that have gotten jobs through LinkedIn. Heck, you probably know people that got jobs through LinkedIn. That's where it is. That's where it should be. Check it out, uh, linkedin.com backslash locked on college. All right. Now, Arizona football going forward, where can you find some more wins here? Now, the Pac-12 is kind of in a weird spot because – you get a lot of different people that are saying – you get a lot of people that will say, well, Arizona can't beat this team or Arizona can't beat that team. And we heard that about Washington now. Well, Washington's too good for Arizona. Okay, fair enough, whatever. Washington just went out and lost to UCLA, a team that uh, uh, snuck away with a victory against, what, Southern Illinois and the last kick of the game. So, you know – now, I think the naysayers would say, well, that just proves that Arizona couldn't beat either team. I would say that it shows that those two teams are both vulnerable on certain days. And again, when I watch this team, the only teams that I look at and I say, eh, it's going to be, I don't really see a Arizona path to victory. I don't really see an Arizona path to victory against Utah. I think that they're, I think they're just kind of equipped at a different level. Um, and generally the bigger, the more physical teams are harder to be able to defend. Especially if you're Arizona. Now, um, I do think that it'll, uh, against USC, you have the possibility of being able to. Stay in that game, just because USC hasn't necessarily looked great in all of its weeks. And again, it's a team that relies far on more on talent than just physicality and girth, like Utah does. So Arizona could have Arizona could have a chance there. Utah, though, I think is a very is a very difficult game. Uh, Oregon, I think, is a a game that I don't see Arizona winning, but I also don't give. I also give them at least a chance in that game because again if you watched Oregon against Georgia granted Georgia is the best team in the country I totally get it but it was watching like a high school versus the uh, eighth grade team I mean there the difference was just stunning um you watched last week against Washington State as well got lucky but I didn't come away thinking that was a juggernaut. Wazoo is much the same way. I think Wazoo is solid, but I also don't think that Wazoo is a team that is unbeatable. So there are wins to be had out there, and I think it's important for Arizona fans to remember that because, again, I think people fall in, and and obviously ASU as well. ASU is a dumpster fire. Arizona should be able to beat ASU, and if Arizona doesn't beat ASU, then I think that we're in a world of trouble right there, mainly because... Um, ASU, quite frankly, just isn't good. Um, and by then I could easily have seen, I could easily see them of quit quitting by then. So I'm curious to see what happens uh, exactly there now. But again, Don't fall into the trap that I think so many fans fall into is saying, well, you know what? We can't win any of these games. These games are winnable. Again, you're not playing Alabama and Georgia each week. Uh, Again, I think a lot of people are kind of turned off by what they saw against California, but I do kind of take the coaches at their word a little bit when they say that, um, you know, a lot of that stuff was correctable from tackling to angles, you know, so, It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks because, you know, we'll find out how correctable that really is with good coaching. But I do agree with a lot of that uh, – a, a lot of that evaluation, honestly. Now, I think um, – but Arizona to me, I always thought going into the year and – we've talked about this – but if Arizona gets five wins, to me, that's where – that's – that would be an easy, easy thing to be able to uh, – to be able to sell to players – or be able to sell to uh, um, recruits. Jed Fish says, listen, I come in here and the first uh, um, the first thing that I do is, uh, you know, we we bring in a, a dynamic recruiting staff. We bring in a top 25 class. Yes, we only got one win, but you need to remember that came in here on a 12-game losing streak to begin with, with one of the worst rosters in the country. Bring in a top 25 class. We go from one win to five wins then you sell it saying okay then the next season you try to get into that seven or that eight win realm and then it just kind of keeps going from there but again i think arizona's on target here they're going to have to do a lot on the defensive side of the ball because we've seen enough to know that there's you know that it's not good enough right now i think that's to put it mildly but offensively they are light years better than they've been in the past and i think they're going to continue to be uh i think delora I would imagine he's going to be here maybe one more year, and I think he's going to make a lot of plays. I'm excited to see what Arizona can do, but I do feel, though, that this team is significantly better than last year, and people do need to realize that. Sure, again, there are going to be some tough games, but this year's Arizona team would absolutely smash last year's Arizona team. And at this time next year, I think we're sitting here hoping that uh, we can um, we can uh, be having that same conversation where, all right, is Arizona going to be able to uh, – You know, make that next step? Would they smash the previous year's team? But again, Jed Fish wants to be here. That's a big part of it. We've talked about that from day one. So again, we'll be back with you tomorrow though, getting you ready for the following week. Maybe talk a little bit of Arizona basketball as well, but as always, appreciate everybody out there and you have a great rest of your Wednesday and you have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.